a priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. Go to the world episode 22. That was beautiful. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sound of an angel. Episode 22 of the Untitled Catholic Podcast, live from Nashville with Father Sean McGaldy. How are you, Justin? I'm good. It's been 28 hours since you've been in Nashville. Maybe a little more. More. How do you like it so far? I like this place. You're in a new house. It's a nice house. You got a great setup back there. Yeah, there's a picture of me in every room. That is. No, that's so not. that's almost true. Almost every room. Yeah. That's true. This is this is This is the story of a girl. The <laughs> I kind of picture uh, like uh, Justin's house like having pictures of him in turtlenecks all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> you would think, but there's a lot less of those than you would think. Oh, man. There's actually that's no pictures of me in turtlenecks. The which is which is a lot me. less. Well, that needs to change. The pictures here are with Father Sean, and then there's a picture of me with Father Sean, and then several pictures of me with Father Sean, and then a couple of pictures of me with Joe Moncada, and then one... Are there cats on your lap? No, with with Joe Moncada? Yeah, that's that's something I feel like should happen. Or just a picture of Joe Moncada with a cat on his lap. It's uh, it's, do you know the uh, you know the movie Step Brothers with like the poster that them looking awkwardly, yes. that we have a yeah. picture like that. Ah, but we're not in costume, so it's not as good. Okay, if if you we were to, you have to imagine it a little more, or we had cats in the, in our lap, that would be good, or both, or both. Nolan, how have you been? Merry Christmas, Happy I've New been Year. Great. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Joy to the world. So, what a wonderful time it is. What did you do? The most wonderful time. What did you do on your time so off? So they say. Ah, oh, wow. I put together a lot of kids' toys. <laughs> what was the best one? Wow. I know there's a lot of good ones. My, my kid got a, um, a scooter. That was pretty cool. Nice. He was super excited about that. It was Justin's he, birthday. As well no, as Christmas, my birthday. So. My birthday's in September. I'm talking about the son that bears your name. Oh, How yeah, he was are. born on Christmas? No, he was born on the 29th. So it's Christmas and then his birthday and then New Year's. So a very festive week. As a parent, how do you distribute your presents? Um, what do you mean? Like how how do you do you do it all on Christmas and then just a couple things on his birthday? Oh, every he gets obviously no. He gets we make sure he gets Christmas presents and birthday presents, but he gets significantly less birthday presents than he does Christmas presents. And I don't know if that'll be Is forever, he okay with but that? for now, I mean, he's too young to really know the difference. So, um, but uh, like I think what we've been doing in the past years is like a bunch of presents that aren't too, too expensive or big for Christmas, and then maybe like one really big present, like the scooter for his birthday. That's good. That's a good system. He shares the same birthday. He's in good company. He's with Dan Hasselbauer. Is that right? Faithful listener of the podcast. Oh, so that makes one listener of the podcast who has that birthday. 
Because my son doesn't listen to it. My birthday is in December too, and there was one year that I really wanted. Um, what's it called? NCAA football for my birthday, and I was excited to come home from school and to play it because um, you could that at that point you could save your draft class and then import that draft class into Madden. So I was yeah. like, super excited to do that. Did you get it? And I didn't get it on my birthday. <laughs> and I got uh-huh. it on Christmas. <laughs> you were devastated. Yeah, I was very upset. My mom felt really bad. And then after that, we came up with a system where if I really wanted something for my birthday, I would say, listen, I want this for my birthday. So you would then determine when you wanted the presents. No, I mean, not every present, but I would say, like, listen. This is one of the ones that I want for my birthday. I'd, so I'd say that about two or three things. Not to bring, bring the podcast down, but Father Sean and I now have... I mean, we just live different lives than you, Nolan. You have children. You wake up early on Christmas. You, you have the Christmas magic with Santa putting presents under your Christmas tree. Father Sean and I now, we opened our presents on... December 28th, I believe, or the 27th. Really? Why did you wait so long? But, well, here's the thing. Father Father Sean has to work on Christmas, so. He's got to work. And yeah. then by the time we come back, especially this year, we come back home on Christmas night from Aunt Cookie's house. And it was just not... We just didn't want to open them then. Well, people came over. Joe That's Moncada true. and Joe his sister Moncada came over. Megan, came your over. girlfriend, came Megan over. Megan came over. So we were kind of like, we'd rather spend time with them than not spend time with them and open presents. So it's like, okay, that's I fine. don't really have a say in the matter because I don't invite any of them over. Yes. I, <laughs> right. I, but if, if I were to ask you that, you would agree. Justin's more of the inviter. <laughs> Considering that almost all of those people listen, and by almost all of them, I mean Joe. Yes, I will say I agree. <laughs> yes, Megan and Amanda definitely do not listen. <laughs> Well, uh, Amanda's a missionary, so she has an excuse. She's in Haiti for the next year. Yeah, she's allowed to use her phone once a month, and I don't even think uh, I would use my phone to listen to this podcast. Yeah, she has two <laughs> hours on her phone once a month. I don't think the 45 minutes, it's and, worth And Megan it. hears enough from you, so she doesn't need to uh, listen to the podcast. And Megan hears enough. Something I, that she said to us this weekend. Yes. She said it's I, ex- almost those exact words. I think she said a little more cruelly, but we'll... Uh, we'll uh, I digress. Then Father Sean had to go back to work on the 26th, then the 27th, and then we flew out to Ike's wedding, which we'll get to, on the 28th. So we opened it that morning. Ah, uh, wow. So what was, what was uh, when you, with all that anticipation, what was the, the top gift for each of you? See, here's the thing, Nolan. Um, I, I have a particular style of clothing, I think. I know what I like. I know what I don't like, right? Is that, is that so wrong? You don't, you don't like when people buy clothes for you, do you? I don't, necessarily, I don't necessarily like it. I would prefer to buy it. However, I trust my mom to pick things out that I would like. However, oh, this, that's, year, that's good. this year wasn't necessarily a success. So the oh. big thing I wanted was a new pair of sneakers. And Be I careful had, what you say. She listens to the podcast, doesn't she? I know, but I'm gonna blame. Uh, I'm, I'm. I'm not gonna blame. It was a miscommunication on everyone's end. I wanted to make it. I think she enjoys going out and like looking for 
certain things, like a pair of sneakers, I, I think she would enjoy to try and right. pick out and guess. And most of the time, nails it. However, this time, I have a very, I pretty much had the exact same pair, just a different color. And I thought I had communicated with Joe Moncada, who was supposed to spread the message to my mom. He was like the middleman. <laughs> but I didn't do a good enough job of describing what I wanted. So he gave the name of the company versus like this kind of style. So overall, mm. it's just a miscommunication. It's mostly my, my fault. But the big thing was the pair of shoes. But I did get a suit on Christmas, which was very nice. And I then wore that suit to Ike's wedding, which we will also get to. My exciting, my most, ex- most of the presents I now, um, it, it's like little things that, like books and stuff that I'll buy on Amazon and have them shipped to my mom. <laughs> so I usually get what I want because I usually get my presents. I, I will say this though. But I, the, my most exciting thing that I did not pick out for myself was climate wear. Because I've been going for a lot of walks. So I got like, it's like a faux Under Armour company that uh, you can, it's like that, that kind of material. A shirt. But not as pants. expensive. Right, and I think probably better. Because I was walking around here, and it was like 20 degrees outside, and I was sweating. Well, that was your first problem, was walking around in 20-degree weather. <laughs> but I was sweating. Nolan, I was sweating. I was, I, <laughs> I was walking on <laughs> Nolansville Pike. Yeah, it's, it was named after you, Nolan. Wait, really? There's a real place called that? Nolan's yeah, it's a street. Pi- it's, like, it's like Nashville's Jericho Turnpike. Yeah. Can, can you get that on a T-shirt for me? Nolansville Pike. I'm all about stuff you know that has my name. Actually, speaking, I have three things to say right now that I think are oh very important. Gosh. One, I'm going to give a shout out to Becky who got me a shirt that said, "Funny, I didn't take you for a bagel kid." <laughs> I that saw was, that shirt. That was cool. Yeah, that was uh, of all the non-family member presents. That was definitely my favorite. Second, I want to say and uh, give an official shout out to John McQuaid, who's now our official sponsor. We, we did it, Thank Nolan. you, John McQuaid. We have an, he gives us money every week just for saying kombucha. And last week he gave us a lot of money considering that we drank kombucha. Does he have anything he wants to promote? Should we, should we promote something on here for him? I, I asked him that, and he didn't get back to me yet. So right now he just is happy to be the official what's sponsor. His, what, what's his Instagram? I don't know really if he wants it. people he to follow him he doesn't him really Instagram. use it. I don't remember the time last last time John McQuaid posted something, unless I'm just ignorant, which is that's possible. Impossible. And lastly, I want to say to Jay, whenever it's not too cold, send us the celery soda, and at least I'll try it on air. I would love to try that too. I've already done it. I won't go back there again. <laughs> <laughs> and I would do anything for celery, but I won't drink celery soda. Quote meatball. Yeah. Exactly. Nolan, I, as a parent of two young children, what do you do on New Year's Eve? I was thinking about that. Well, typically we try to find somewhere to go, like a friends, get together with some friends. This year, I, we had plans to, to have some friends over, and families with young children, as they tend to do, got sick and had to stay home. Mm. So we had a... But but it turned out to be a great thing because we had a, a nice, quiet family 
uh, traditional New Year's Eve. I would say traditional because we played games and we watched movies and, well, they fell asleep before 12, but it was, it was great. It was fantastic. It was the did opposite of Christmas. I did not. I could have, but I, I forced myself to stay up. What but I, you, I, we were in bed by like 12.01. <laughs> we, my, my, wife and I, my wife and I both hate the whole like New Year's <clears> Eve <throat> shows, like the Dick Clark's Rock and Eve, especially since Dick Clark is gone. So we, we watched actually the last two episodes of Punisher literally until 11.58. And then what did you go? Did you then go to Ryan Seacrest? We went to Ryan Seacrest. We we turned it on as the ball was dropping. And then we turned it off and finished watching Punisher. How is that? Really dark. Like, like I had to turn my head away quite often because it was just, like, stomach churning. But it was, like, story-wise and, like, just show-wise, it was awesome. It was, That's interesting. It was really- because I, I stopped- had the same reaction to Mariah Carey's performance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, leave Mariah alone. No, oh, I will not leave Mariah alone. Oh, she should just hang on. it up. She- just stop, Mariah. You're not doing anyone a favor. It wasn't it was a lot better than last year, but it wasn't it still But wasn't she was good. still complaining. She was like, I I'm don't have so my hot tea. into you talking sweet. <laughs> oh, she was a legend. Sweet, sweet fantasy baby. Nolan, if you were to Get, do karaoke, I feel like that's one of your go tos. I, I could I could definitely rock out to that. You know what it is? She was so good. She had like four uh, like a four octave range. She was so legit and I, it bothers me so much when, and I'm, this is I'm not saying you like like my students will like rag on her. I'm like, but you didn't know her when she was awesome. You don't know her like I do. But it's like, Carson yeah. <laughs> you just you know you, you know you got to call it a quits because she can't play football anymore. So no, it's she the can't. Same as Mariah yeah, but Carson Palmer could he ever really play? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was never as good as Mar- Mariah. Is like yeah, Tom she's Brady. more like Brett. She's like more no. Bre- Brett Favre. Brett Favre. She's Brett Favre. Not Tom Brady, because Tom Brady's the best there ever was. So then you're saying... Like, right now... All right, fine, 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 fine. Michael Jackson's Tom Brady. Yeah, so does that... Never mind, I'm not going to go there. Wait, are you saying Tom Brady's not good anymore? No. No, I'm saying if if Tom Brady's the best ever in football, so I I just labeled Michael Jackson as the best ever in music. Hmm... That's a, I think that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, I'm yes. not touching that one right now because they'll just get too much off track. Well, here's a segue. There's I, no track I, I to get off of, as, as everyone knows, our, our good friend Ike uh, just got married recently, and uh, I was his roommate for a while. And one conversation, we had our relationship, which I think he said when he was on, we just would argue over nonsense just for the sake of arguing. And one of our arguments that got uncomfortable because we were in public and with a friend and they were very clearly uncomfortable because we were yelling at each other. I said that Justin Timberlake is the best entertainer of our generation. And he said Michael Jackson was the best entertainer of his generation. Which you're both technically the same generation. And that was the argument. (laughs) That I said he was in my generation and not in Michael Jackson's. And that really grinded his gears. And with that being said, we'll come back and talk about Ike's wedding and more. Michael Jackson.
Welcome back to Untitled Catholic Podcast, episode number 22. I want to give a shout out to Lauren of Covecrest fame. Um, hopefully you have started listening to the podcast. If not, then forget this shout out. Forget the shout out. You're just disappointing me. So, Lauren, at me. At me if you uh, listen to this uh, this podcast. I'm, I'm very intrigued. Yes, at Nolan, whatever that means. Um, and and if you don't if you don't at me, I might be. Uh, what's might the be time? Upset. What's the timetable? In two weeks, so she has two weeks to listen. I'll give it a month. Okay, because what if she went back and listened to all the episodes? A month from when the when the episode drops, because it'd be kind of unfair to start it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, is there anything else, Nolan? Anything that st- stood out while you were off from school? Um, no, just that it was just incredible to, uh, to be with family and I'm just, I'm at a, at a really cool place in life. You know what, being, getting old is not as bad as it's cracked up to be or cracked up to be. Hey, there you go. I like that. We should have just ended the podcast right there. Or maybe you should have asked me that at the end. But then we would have got cut off, so. I know, I'm glad you got it in now because we we (laughs) tend to be bad with time management. That's Um, true. You have to watch out though this week for the bomb cyclone, as they're calling it. Uh, that's I've, I heard a different name. What did you? What did you <laughs> that's hear? what I read. Bomb cyclone. Bomb cyclone. It's the bomb. Maybe someone just said it wrong. I don't know. I felt like someone said something different. It was had it had bomb in it, but it's usually me saying it wrong. So maybe it's not. Let's bomb just call cyclone. it what it is. No, it's I a read bomb snowstorm. Cyclone. It's a snowstorm. <laughs> But what, like, what's the big? Because it's going to be windy and snowy, right? That's like the big deal. Like a cyclone. Why does every like, why does every slight change in like the weather like have to like have a new name for it? Why can't it just be a snowstorm? I don't know. It's a cyclone. Why don't you tweet about it, Nolan? It's a hurricane, but with snow, so it's going to be very windy. That's what makes it a cyclone. Klauberg, if you're listening, which you're probably not because you don't know how to work podcasts, it's the Cyclone, baby. Shout out to Klauberg, best youth minister on Long Island. Also, Klauberg promised to double our audience from being on the show. That has not happened. You know what? Even he tell people he he does know enough people, though. He does know enough people. He 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 said he was going to do. Yeah, he does know enough people, but I don't know if they listen. Uh, probably not, but I I think uh, I think it's safe to say, Clubberg will he be needs back. A reminder. Joe Moncada will be back, and Tila will be, be will be back on the Untitled Catholic Podcast. I'm fine. Speaking with that. of other guests, as we said, we had the pleasure, Nolan, of going to Icandolo's wedding in Phoenix this this past uh, weekend. It right? was very fun. So, a fun story, a couple things that I, th- I think were fun. Number one, I'll, I'll mention this because he doesn't listen, definitely doesn't listen, our father. So, actually, this is not it? true. <laughs> no, our, our, he earthly, listens. our, our earthly father. Um, which just reminded me, he did listen once at his criticism... Which leads me to another point, but I'm all over the place. His criticism is that we laugh too much. And he said all he heard us when we were listening to the podcast was, ha, 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 
I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> what was he doing listening? He usually only listens if he's on. I know. Maybe it was then. I don't know. But he said we listen. We laugh too much. Maybe so he's salty. He's much, never been invited to be a guest. He maybe. was a guest before you were a co-host. Yeah, not in this carna- incarnation. No. And maybe we have to so bring you him know, back. Nolan, officially on iTunes and, and all the downloading apps, you can only get episodes that you've been on. I've removed all the older episodes. So maybe for Patreon we could do that. You get an old episode. <laughs> you get a classic, yeah. um, in the vault from the vault from, from the, the vault. vault, and then maybe you could get the lost mini episode. Rest the in lost peace. mini. Oh yeah, that was never released, right? Yeah, there's a there's a lost mini episode. So the only person who's supporting us, our official sponsor, John McQuaid. If you want the lost mini episode, let me know. <laughs> Sean McGaldy for that. Well, I think what we should do is invite my dad on the podcast, and anything he says, we just don't laugh at. That would, would be fantastic. I would definitely just do that. totally deadpan him every with everything. Deadpan him. It was just silent. Oh, I, I not to change the subject again because I know you guys want to get to the wedding and I want to hear about it. But I thought of I, I was listening to the last episode and what we were saying about Monsignor McDonald. I think we should have him on and just ask him the most asinine questions we could possibly come up with that have nothing to do with anything he wants to answer. And and just totally about like, like the about the Kardashians and things like that. But he right. can actually probably answer those questions. Oh, but the those poor slobs. The, the, who cares about the Kardashians? His answers slobs. would be great. His answer would be answers would be great. They we would should do great. it for a segment. That's all yeah. Or we could have a recurring segment. Ask one senior McDonald and ask him like two or three questions, and then like but bring him on like another time for like three more like listener asked questions or something. We can do we could do a thing where I can record them just me and him. Yeah, and then we put it on, and that could be part of the Patreon too. <laughs> hey, this Patreon is turning out to be pretty good. Let's actually, we might like, maybe we'll start one. Now we actually have something to offer people, yeah. and then T-shirts. I love it. Back to back to my father. The last, the last one more thing, two more things. He, uh, <laughs> Father Sean gave probably his best homilies ever given on Christmas Eve Mass, which we'll get to in our third segment. Um, and my dad corrected him because he's took two semesters at Deacon School, like three, three, three semesters at Deacon School. <laughs> So here uh-huh. it is. There's practically a, a roaring standing ovation. Everyone's all jacked up, ready for Christmas. And then my dad corrects him. I'll, we'll say what he said when you say what your homily was. And the third thing is, when Ike got engaged, my dad had called and said, do you think, you think Ike's going to invite us to his wedding? Meaning him and my mom. And I was like, I'm not sure because he knows a lot of people. And then, of course, they got invited. And then his response was, why would I go to Phoenix three days after Christmas? That's ridiculous. And then we were explaining, like, well, yada, yada. And then goes, fine, I'll go. But we're not getting a real Christmas tree then. <laughs> wow. As if there was a correlation. There was no, what's the correlation? There is none. Christmas was canceled. <laughs> Christmas was canceled thanks to Ike and Dolo. But he went... We stayed at his close friend's house, which was good. And it was a lot of fun. I had a blast. It was funny seeing all sorts of people who were on the speaker circuit at the wedding. 
Yeah, a lot of a lot of Steubenville staples there. A lot of. I'm not uh, asking you to reveal any dirt, but could you reveal some dirt if you wanted to? How would you define dirt? Yeah, define dirt. Like some of those famous speakers in, uh, or or at least famous in Catholic circles, like, you know, maybe in in uh, compromising positions or states that you wouldn't expect to see them in. No. Oh, that's not entirely true. Not that so I it, not that I noticed. It was mostly good clean. It was mostly good clean fun. I would say of all the people that give talks that you would see in front of things, all of those people were were having fun, but it seemed like they were well behaved. Okay. There are a couple of people um, that maybe behind the scenes that you might recognize from going to these things but would not be someone who would have a microphone okay that would be in more compromising positions okay enough said (laughs) i don't know who any of them they are but it was i'm thinking of one person in particular nothing scandalous though right no 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 one like threw up or like took their pants off or anything like that Well, maybe they did when they used the restroom or something, but not not for everyone to see. No, it was was great. A lot of dancing. Lots of fun. Um, He he did an interesting thing after the wedding. They just had food in the food in the uh, hall across from the church. And they were from food trucks. There weren't actually physically food trucks there, but two Phoenix food trucks delivered food which i i thought that was a good idea one was hawaiian food right yeah it's a hawaiian food and nigerian food yeah his nice sister got mad at me because i ate the fufu not with the soup but with the stew Uh, but i told her i didn't like fish so that's why i didn't eat it with the soup because the soup was fishy i know that nolan knows exactly what you mean i don't even know exactly what i mean (laughs) No, I have And no then clue. um Yeah, it was great. So that that was that. I don't know uh Father Parks did the homily. That was very good. Father Parks did the homily. Oh, he's, he, he's awesome. Dare I say knocked it out of the parks. Uh, <laughs> zing. I see what you did there. You took his last name and then you used it again in a different way. Bonjour. Good morning. So that was that. It was, a, it was that was that pretty much summed up our Christmas break. Sounds like a lot of fun. Did you yeah, sauce any Christmas more Christmas break trees? Just started. Yeah. I did not. The temptation was there, though. Believe you me. I think uh, you, before I throw like my... every tree, every tree you see now is like just not enough sauce on that tree. <laughs> <laughs> I I still have. There's a question. When are you going to take your Christmas decorations down? Well. Funny that you should say that. I when did you put them take, up? I put them up uh, about two and a half weeks before Christmas, which is earlier than I usually do. The O antiphons, December seventeenth. That's oh, when you put them up. Antiphons. And I usually wouldn't take them down until at least like this coming weekend, like at least like the sixth or the seventh. But. My son, my five-year-old, decided that it needed to come down right away, and on uh, on New Year's Eve, on New Year's Day night. And what I mean by that is that he fell into the tree and it fell on top of him, and a bunch of ornaments broke, 
and <laughs> my wife, my wife and I just said, "Forget about it." The poor kid was pinned under, was pinned underneath it. Thankfully, he was okay. Thankfully, was it, it was a, real... a fake tree. No, oh, it's a fake said... tree. But he didn't throw oh, any sauce God. in it. He didn't sauce it. He, no, he didn't. But I, he might have wanted to after that. Poor, that poor kid was, was scared out of his mind. Well, maybe the intention was to sauce it. He just forgot the sauce part. He's still young. No, he was dancing and he fell. And so he, tried gra- he tried to grab onto the tree for leverage and just fell on top. Oh, we have to stop laughing. We have to so stop that, so that our dad listens. I just say that's. Uh... You know what? For now on, if you think something's funny, just acknowledge that it's funny, but don't laugh about it. Oh, that's funny. That won't get annoying. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's funny. Poor kid, though. Isn't that, that a Seinfeld <laughs> episode? Where someone wouldn't laugh, they would just go, oh, that's so funny. I don't know about that. There was, there was the, the episode where Jerry tries not to be funny because George doesn't want to be outshined in front of the... Uh, yeah, then the George's girl girlfriend ends up liking Jerry better. Because he's, because he's like, so serious dark. and dark. Yeah. yeah. That's the twist part. What? Twizzlers? That's the twist. No. <laughs> Well, I think we're going to take a break and then come back and talk about more stuff. Sounds like a deal. Welcome back. Untitled Catholic Podcasts. What you did not see is this cool spin thing I did with my hand. It wasn't that cool. It was pretty good. It was not that cool at all. Um, Father Sean, for Christmas Eve, as I said, just give an overall idea of what you said for your homily. Because as, as I mentioned, was very good. You're welcome. Normally when I preach, I black out after the one <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He he preached and then he blacked out and the deacon had to catch him. And then he wait, said, "Wait, well, why? How, how long have I been out?" Did you think I was serious, Nolan? Yeah. <laughs> that didn't happen. No, it did not happen. He said he said normally after I preach, I black out for a while. <laughs> I thought you were saying that sarcastically, because you did like do that this one time. Oh no! no I've no. never, I've never passed out, ever. No one. I've never passed out. But anyway, I, I've ever? been reading. Never, ever. I'm have I that. ever passed out? <laughs> okay. I'll change that. Okay. 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 So I was. I've been reading the Screw Tape Letters. Great have you ever book. read them? I love the Screw Tape Letters. It's good. And one of the letters was talking about, like, in order to tempt a person, distract them with real life. So, like, if you're thinking of, if, like, if someone's, like, a, a materialist and an atom museum and starting to think about, like, well, is this, could this all really have happened randomly? Tempt them with, like, food or something like that. And then they'll be like, well, I'm too hungry to think about this now. And then as they're walking, tempt them with what bus they need to catch and what time they need to be at this so that they're tempted with real life. Right. So I was talking about um, how... Like things that are important but not in the grand scheme of things. Right. Like it's more like immediate. And if you think that this is all that there is, 
then it becomes of the utmost importance. So I was talking about how like as a kid, you get really excited for Christmas. You, you get up early and you do all that stuff. And then uh, like slowly, it's just not as exciting anymore. And the older you get, the more real life settles in. Like if you're in school, you have finals and papers and stuff like that. If you're, um, you know, if you have to work or you have kids and you have to do shopping and get all this stuff ready and Christmas becomes such a busy time of year, it's hard to really enjoy or reflect during Advent. And that we start right. convincing ourselves that that's real life. And then when we make that real life, that we're now missing what Christmas is because God entered into real life. Uh, God, who is timeless, entered into time and became man in the person of Jesus Christ. And so that God is part of real life and that God wants us to have a relationship with Jesus. And that should be part of our real life because it's the most real thing that we can be a part of. And I, I, I know I mentioned like, I, I talked about not going to mass and stuff like that because that's most of the time you get a lot of people who don't go to mass. And it was it's very crowded as well. Yeah, and I was kind of saying like it, it, almost like it doesn't make sense to go mass it, to mass if if um, if you're not doing anything else, which is similar to something that Father Rob, our good friend and friend of the podcast, posted on. Um, his website, petersboat.net. So I'd recommend checking out his video addressed to casual Catholics. It's but, a, it's, um, I think it's called uh, Chris, A Christmas Message for Catholic, Casual Catholics or something like yeah. that, right? And it, and it basically, to sum it up, is that, that very point where if you don't have a relationship with God, it, it doesn't make sense to be at Mass because you're there with no relationship. Right. So it's like you're not going to get anything out of it because like the mass is the high point. So if you don't have any of the points before, it gets a little bit more detailed than that. But that's the basic gist of it. Yeah. I mean, a, a harsher way of saying it, which I wouldn't say to somebody who's a, a friend of mine, but just the reality of it is it's nothing wrong with the mass. It's, it's Right. It's wrong. something wrong it's, with it's, you. It's us. Yeah. It's us. It's um, and, and Well, and sometimes we there's to... things that are wrong with the mass, but that's people who yes. are hijacking it. But unless something's really wrong with the Mass, Jesus is always there. And the saints and right. angels are always there. And right. it's always the uh, it's always a beautiful sacrifice. So Right. And I I think that, that that was kind of like where I was heading. Because ultimately, like that part I think is the if someone does not know Jesus, then what you experience at Mass like I know a lady who goes to Mass because it makes her feel good. She's she's missing the the point of mass because as soon as it stops making her feel good she's not going to go and then when something else will make her feel good instead of mass she does that instead yeah there's a lot of people like that and i think it's it's so hard to to kind of introduce people to jesus yeah because it's you know and i i, I don't know if it's something that's like this this day and age or this moment in time but it's it's feels like it feels like there's a shift happening there's like it needs to be a new approach and just one event one thing obviously god can work through anything obviously god can take whatever situation and and make the most of it who am i to say that he can't but generally speaking like even one mass but any event is not going to do it for people. It is that idea of relationship. It is that idea of, of walking with Jesus in the day to day and, and being, 
connected to faith in more ways than just Sunday Mass. Am I off base yeah. there? Yeah, and I think that it's like this is your one time a year to talk to people that you don't normally see. Right. And it's hard because you kind of want I, – I think I preach for a long time because you have to try to get everything in that you want to tell somebody that you never see. Right. Yeah, that's got to be really hard. And you're, you're probably tempted to, to just say, hey, get get back here next week and, you know, we need you and, and just sound almost desperate. But that wouldn't be the right thing to do either. Yeah, and I honestly, I don't even think that, well, this is a story, maybe we could talk about this now, but like in, in, in conjunction to what I was saying before, I don't think inviting people to Mass on Sunday is the right first step. So what do you think is the right first step? I think inviting someone to come by and being like, hey, why don't we talk about how to pray? Why don't you come to a holy hour where you don't have to have a bunch of things memorized to say? And then there you can be with Jesus and the praise and worship music, if, if that's the kind of holy hour that you have, can, can lead somebody towards prayer. Have you, have you had a, a circumstance where someone were to approach you and pinpoint a homily? Meaning, hey, I heard you at Christmas Eve and you said X, Y, and Z, and I want to talk about that. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. A lot of times it's people like, oh, I want you to talk to my son who doesn't go to Mass, which is useless. Yeah, I mean... Uh, but okay. I've had, I had one person come to talk to me after... Because I, I gave a homily on Ash Wednesday about how ashes don't mean anything. That it's just symbolic... And that, that at that Mass, Jesus would be there. And that's not symbolic. And I did the same kind of invitation. It's like, this is where you belong. If you need help, come and talk to me. And some guy came and was like, I want to get back involved. And, you know, whatever. I heard what you said on... He showed up, actually, just to talk to a priest. And it happened that I was on duty. Well, good. That's the Holy Spirit right there. That Wouldn't you say, Nolan? That's absolutely the Holy Spirit. Now, I had will not deny that one second. That's how it works. I had a, a, I think, another. Question. I, I think it's comments like that that are outside of the box. Like your your homily was was not your typical Ash Wednesday homily. I'm guessing uh, that you no. hear, and uh, and I think that's that's really what we're where we're at right now in in the modern day like we really need to think outside of the box we really need to kind of put our our foot in the wall and in new waters for how we evangelize and how we preach and and how we invite people um because the old way is just not working and we may have to like swing and miss a little bit too while we're at it um and try some new things i don't for a second mean like the content changes but the way we way we process it does the content doesn't change, right? That's what you mean? It does not change. Yeah. The content doesn't change. just the way we present it. Yeah. So, technically, we're still in the Christmas season, right? Yes. And that goes until when? Until, until the epiphany. So, what do, you, what do you preach about now until the epiphany? Are you going historically as to Jesus was born, the Magi... All that good stuff. Are you continuing to point back to Christmas? What What do you typically? Well, well, built into the schedule are holy days that lend themselves to, like so, like right after Christmas is the is um, Saint Stephen. 
And so you talk about martyrdom and that kind of stuff. Then you have the holy innocents, which so you talk about those that died for Jesus before they could even know Jesus. Then after that is John the Evangelist, St. John the Evangelist. So that's that feast day. Then you have the Holy Family, which is the, the Sunday after Christmas. You have the Epiphany, which is the Sunday after the Sunday after Christmas. You have the Feast of the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of the God. So, like, all those things are kind of built in. So, Mary, I, I Mother of the Gods? Mary, Mother of the Gods. <laughs> Make the sign of the gods. Making the sign of the gods. That was when we were in World Youth Day. Our tour director said, now it's time to make the sign of the gods. Marta listens to this. Does she? No. That'd be amazing. I didn't think so. Yeah, Marta Friday, if you listen to this, welcome to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. I wish I knew how to say welcome in Poland, in Polish. Jakszymesz. 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 Marta Friday, happy Saturday. (laughs) Her name is Friday in Polish, but I don't know how to say Friday in Polish, so it's easier to just say Marta Friday. Viernes. What does that mean? Does that mean Friday in Spanish? Yes. I didn't take Spanish. No one took French. And he looks for every opportunity to speak bad French to people who speak good French. Oh, so you you speak Bonjour, Nolan. And, and wound up speaking English at the, at, at the end anyway. Yes. Because <laughs> most French people speak English. Yes. Way, I have a way joke better than you, I Nolan. speak French. Okay. What do you call do somebody who it? speak... No. <laughs> what do you call somebody who speaks three languages? Trilingual? Yes. What do you, ta- what do you call somebody who speaks two languages? Bilingual? What do you call somebody who speaks one language? Unilingual. No, American. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I see what you did there. And what do we um, speak? That's funny. American. <laughs> I speak American because we're in America. I only speak American. Well, Nolan, I wish you could have been at uh, Midnight Mass. You would have, you would have enjoyed seeing it. Ooh, Midnight Mass would have been tough with the little guys, but one of these years. Oh no! I, I know. I'm not saying that's part of what I think he's saying. Though. I'm, I'm saying that one of these years it'd be nice to see Father Sean shine at a midnight mass. I'll tell you what. You keep you keep telling me to come to a midnight mass at one point, and I'll keep fake inviting you to my house for dinner. Oh, yeah, I, actually, that did bring me up. Where? What's the status on that, Nolan? Uh, nothing changed. The offer is still on the table, and by yeah. the offer is on the table, I haven't officially invited Father Sean yet. See, I. I there's something, there's something wrong with that, Nolan. What are you doing I take, Friday, it, I take it personally that you're not inviting Father Sean. The flesh, Sean's phone's ringing, and we hear it in the headphones. But you can't hear it on the microphone. And it's so distracting it. and loud. Ah. <laughs> I don't know who's calling me. because It's the climb. It's going to end in a second. Oh, Calm man. down. Calm that was, down. That was stressful. Calm down. Uh. All right, Nolan. Final question for you. For me? Yeah. All right, let me have it. I was wondering what so, would first, your spirit if, if or you, your body. If you were in Father Sean's scenario and you had a handful of people that came to Mass and they were close family friends and they were being extremely disrespectful at mass and if you said something you would have offended your wife 
How do you approach the situation? What? Amen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna know what I was gonna say. That didn't it sounded like you sense. I know, but you, this is what I you didn't know a question you were gonna ask me when you no, started asking. I started the question. I was gonna say, what would you say to someone that says there's no reason to go to mass? But then I realized that's exactly what we asked Tilo, essentially, that they don't believe in God. So it would have been the same question. So I just started rambling, and then I, nothing came out. Oh. And we just kind of we just kind of agreed, like five minutes ago, that like maybe uh, just inviting someone to mass is not the first step. <laughs> you think I was listening? <laughs> oh, that was that was a failed. That was terrible. Event. That was awful. And no one else was doing anything, so I figured I'd step up. Good thing for that final amen. That's all I know. Uh, that's what we had the topic. Talking about nobody else was. What do you mean nobody else was doing anything? It was, it was clearly the topic was over. No one else had a final question. We're going to see Jumanji tonight. Just so you know. Ooh. On the next Sounds podcast, wrong. we'll talk about Jumanji. Yeah, let me know how that is. I'm we will. Mildly intrigued. We can't see you, so I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. I'm being dead serious. You wouldn't be able to tell anyway. I got my poker face on. <laughs> got. Are you good at poker? No. Yeah, me neither. All right, Nolan, any final words? It's been real. Father Sean, God bless everybody who listens to this podcast. May God have mercy on your soul. (laughs) Oh, before we end, there was the last podcast. You had the intro of the start and the finish. Nah, nah, that's just to see people paying attention. I'm just saying, so now, hopefully. I'll do it right? Yes, starting now. You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.